Hi everybody, welcome back to Roaring Twenties. I'm back with another episode. I just published one yesterday, but I was like, you know what? It's midnight right now. It's kind of early for me. My bedtime is very, very late because my sleeping schedule is messed up. But I was like, I finished all my work. I did my workout of the day. Like, I got some free time. And honestly, I feel like talking to you guys. I'm in the mood to answer some questions about myself and basically just talk about myself unapologetically for like however long I feel like so in today's episode um I actually didn't plan this I was like you know what I feel like doing it so let's just do it it was on a whim but I've always wanted to do one of these like get to know me tag questions when I was younger my dream job was to like become a youtuber and I always always wanted to just prop my camera up and be like hey guys welcome back to my channel and just answer all these questions about me I love talking about myself <laughs> that makes me sound so conceited no okay a better way to reframe it is i love getting to know myself better so i love asking myself these questions because i feel like i always learn something new about myself and whenever i watch my ce favorite celebrities or my favorite youtubers ask these questions i always take time to pause and answer it myself too I love doing that kind of stuff. So this is also a chance for you guys to get to know me better, especially if you are a newer viewer, which by the way, hi, my name's Jenny. Welcome to the pod. Please subscribe. Hit me up with five stars. That'd be amazing. But anyways, yeah, I have a bunch of questions here. Um, it's funny because the websites are like 25 questions for girls versus 25 questions for guys. And they are very stereotypical with them. The girl questions will be like, what's the worst outfit you ever worn and then the guys will be like what's your favorite outfit on a girl it's so funny so i've picked and chosen the specific ones that i think aren't stupid and the ones that i actually have an answer for and without further ado let's get into it <laughs> You and I are going to get very intimate after this. You guys are going to get to know me very, very well. So question number one, are you named after someone? If yes, then whom? Okay, this is actually a really funny story I like to tell. Some of my friends know this, some of my friends don't. But my parents didn't know what to name me. And so the way they decided was that they actually grabbed a phone book and they flipped through the names to see which one sounds the best. It's literally such a lame story and it's such a lame origin. I wish I could be like, oh, I was named after the aunt who like saved my dad's life or like the nurse who helped push me out of the womb or whatever but literally it was from a phone book i guess they saw the name jenny they wanted a name that i could assimilate with and something that wasn't like super super common like sarah or abby so i guess they chose jenny and i mean you know what i love my name even though it's a pretty like basic name i would say i actually don't know that many people in real life named jenny i've only ever met one other girl who had the same name as me and that was way back in kindergarten and literally in all my 21 years of life never again have i met someone in real life named jenny so i like it okay question number two where are you from and are you proud of it all right i'm gonna guess where are you from in terms of like ethnically but i live in canada i'm asian canadian if we're talking ethnicity um i actually did a dna test because i was curious to see what my dna makeup was and the results were not surprising um but it, i was 100 percent chinese um which is interesting because i've actually never been to china my parents have never been to china my grandparents have also never been to china so i guess you got to trace it back a few generations um so even though i'm chinese canadian technicality speaking i i don't really feel that connected 
to that culture because I don't speak Mandarin. Um, and actually, both my parents are refugees. So my dad grew up in Vietnam uh, before coming to Canada for asylum. And my mother grew up in Cambodia. So growing up, and I was born in Canada, I was born and raised here. Uh, but growing up, I actually was more influenced by Vietnamese and Cambodian culture. Um, you know, we grew up eating foods from those countries. And I heard uh, those languages as well growing up so I'm able to like recognize some phrases here and there so Chinese uh, like Cantonese and Mandarin actually wasn't spoken that much in my household but you know main question are you proud of it yes I'm very very proud to be uh, Asian Canadian however if you had asked me when I was a little girl my answer would have differed because of lack of representation I, I never saw people who looked like me on the screen and so as sad as it sounds I do remember wishing I was white for like the longest time I wanted to have blue eyes I wanted blonde hair because I thought that was what pretty meant you know I never saw people who looked like me uh, but I'm I'm glad that I live in a generation where that's changing and I'm growing up with it. So 110% proud of who I am, where I come from. Would love to visit uh, China one day, though. Okay, next question. Do you love playing any sports or just watching it? I wish my parents had put me in some kind of recreational sport. I would love to be able to say I grew up playing, like, doing figure skating or gymnastics or something. Um, but that was not the case with my childhood. I do love playing sports, though. Even in gym class, I loved, like, you know, playing the non-competitive aspect of it. Just getting, just throwing a football around with your friends, playing ultimate frisbee. Basketball is probably my favorite. Um, if I had to choose between playing it or watching it, playing it for sure. But I was always put on the non-competitive team because I am very, very unathletic. <laughs> Who is your favorite person in modern history? Favorite, favorite person. Uh, this is my current obsession, and that is Pedro Pascal. If you listen to my last podcast, you know about this. I am in love with that man. Yes, he is 20 years older than me. No, I don't care. Yes, I am obsessed with The Last of Us, and I plan on watching his other movies purely for him. I've, I'm like, when I tell you guys, obsessed. I am actually obsessed with him. TikTok is Pedro TikTok right now for me and I just love watching his edits it gives me like a rush of serotonin and he's just such a cool funny non-toxic guy if you watch his interviews he makes everyone around him feel comfortable because he's just so silly and chaotic and he's a he's a great person in general like search him up watch his movies watch his stuff he's a great actor too okay who is your favorite musician from the 20th century you guys call me basic I don't care, Taylor Swift. And I have been keeping up with the Eras tour, unfortunately, because I'm in Canada. I don't have tickets. I don't even know if she is going to come to Toronto or not. Hopefully she is. But my entire For You page, if it's not Pedro Pascal, it's just the Eras tour. And I feel like I've already experienced her concert because I've seen so much footage from it. But I grew up listening to Taylor Swift ever since her very, very early days, like Our Song and... Um, you belong with me, right? She has stayed so relevant throughout all these years. She is like the opposite of a one-hit wonder. And I, all her songs are just major hits. I don't understand how she can produce hit after hit. Like, where are her creative juices coming from? She is so unbelievably talented. And her lyrics are genius. Um, 
so yeah, I'm a big Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. I do really, really want to get tickets for her concert, though. But yeah, she's my favorite musician. Um, one of the few artists, really, where like I've been following their career from beginning to now because again, every single album is just a smash. Okay, these questions are very random, so it's just jumping around. But this next question is, how many children do you want to have? Um, I do want kids. I've always dreamed about having a big family. Actually, I come from a uh, a family of well two I guess I only have one sibling but I've always wanted more um and ideally I would want to have like at least two you know so then my kid can have a sibling to play with but like two to four anywhere in that range is great I would love a lot of kids because I love the idea of having a big family just like especially around the holidays and stuff I love watching huge family vlogging channels that was like my guilty pleasure for the longest time but I know that when I actually do become a mother uh that desire for a high number will inevitably decrease I get that from my mom I remember she told me that for the longest time she always wanted four kids two boys and two girls to be exact but then when she had me and my brother she was like I'm done I'm done I'm tired um so that's probably gonna be me and in, in today's economy ain't no way I'm having more than two kids you know what I mean all right, what is your fondest childhood memory? That is such a good, wholesome question. And it's so hard because I have so many. I have so many good childhood memories. I can't really pick one. Um, you know what? I'm going to say, okay, when I was in middle school, uh, me and my best friend Maida, we used to do lunch monitoring, which if you don't know, it's, it does sound kind of weird, but lunch monitoring is where... Um, we would just help out with like the kindergarten classes during lunchtime so we would eat lunch with them and every time they needed help like opening a banana peel or like a granola bar or whatever we would help them open it we would help them make sure they actually eat their lunch and stuff um and it sounds pretty mundane but when i tell you i read back my journal entries during this time and i was in grade six when we were lunch monitoring we did it throughout grade six, seven, and eight, and we had the wildest stories. This was actually what made me, one of the reasons that made me want to become a teacher because I discovered how much I loved being around little kids and the kindergarten age specifically, they do the craziest shit. Their kids are so funny. They're so unfiltered. And just being around that positive energy, um, it's made me want to become a teacher as well. But that's one of my, like just one of my fondest childhood memories because some of the things that they did still make me laugh today um for for example i still remember this one little girl that we lunch monitored she like came out of the bathroom like with her pants down and she was just so oblivious and i was like oh my gosh go back inside and i tried to cover her up and stuff and she was just like blabbing about whatever it was and it was just the delivery of it was so comedic it was such comedic timing i remember another time we had to literally chase this other kindergartner girl around the classroom because she refused to put on her jacket so we had to like not actually restrain her but just like jokingly like you know <laughs> force the jacket onto her it sounds as it sounds worse than it actually was i swear to you it was funny you had to have been there to get it but yeah okay next question do you consider yourself to be an extrovert or an introvert for the longest time um i would have said introvert because i associated that with being shy and that was kind of my shtick as a kid i was known as the shy quiet girl who never ever talked whenever I did talk everyone would be like oh my gosh like you can talk you know if you're a shy kid growing up as well you can relate to this but as I got older I actually um 
got out of my shell a lot more and I became louder. I became, I, I discovered that I'm actually a people person. I need social interaction to be happy and, and be fulfilled. So now I would say I'm in the middle. I would, I'm an ambivert, but I do lean more on the introverted side because I, I do get drained if I'm hanging out with friends for a long period of time. I need my alone time to recharge. Um, but at the same time, I do need social interaction here and there. So I would, I would say like I'm an introverted extrovert, if you know what I mean. What is your greatest achievement in high school? Okay, I think achievement is a very ambiguous and um, subjective term because some people might think of achievement in terms of academic grades. Uh, to me, <clears throat> I don't really think of it as a flex that I got straight A's all throughout high school, which I did, but that's not like my greatest achievement. I don't see it that way. I also don't see an achievement as like, oh, I won this award and I won this award. I didn't win any awards, but if I did, I don't think that was my achievement. For me, I would say what I loved most uh, and what I'm most proud of throughout my high school experience is that I got involved in every single way that I could. My grade 12, um, my senior year of high school, but we call it grade 12 in Canada, I did so much stuff, you guys. I literally made a bucket list and I taped it to the inside of my locker so I could see it every single day. And I completed most of the stuff on there. And there were things on there that I would have never, ever, ever thought of doing. Like, for instance, being in a play, I did that. Trying out for a sport, I did that. And I ended up on the cheerleading team, which, again, was so off-brand for me. So it still surprises me today that I did that. And I'm very proud of myself for it. Other things like talking to new people. Um, and then also I just joined every single club. I was in band, cheerleading, our school newspaper, um... I was in social justice, I was on the prom committee, I, I, I did everything, literally everything, um, and I took opportunities whenever there was a chance to like, hey, there's a skiing trip, if you want to go, sign up here, or like, I would volunteer to read the announcements in the morning, just stuff like that, and that's my greatest achievement, is just the fact that I put myself out there and I experienced everything I could, and because of that, I look back at my high school time and I'm like, oh yeah, I did everything, I lived life to the fullest. So that's my answer. Okay. What activity do you do only when you are alone? Only when I'm completely by myself? Um, probably, I was going to say work out, but no, because I go to the, some, I don't go to the gym anymore, but I used to go to the gym and that's not really something you do alone because there's people around you. Um, I probably, okay, I'm going to say only, uh, probably writing. Writing is my hobby, my passion. I have to be alone when I do it. Obviously, you can't write with other people. I'm, like, alone with my thoughts. I need to be alone so that when I write and I transport myself into my fictional characters and my fictional mind, I can, like, zone in and wholly concentrate on that. Next question. What is a common misconception others may have about you? Um, I think... It's not as, like, bad as it was when I was younger, but if I'm in a room with, like, really extroverted and, and loud people, or just if I'm in a room with strangers that I don't know in general, I tend to uh, not talk, and I'll be, you know, one of the more quiet ones. I won't be, like, extroverted or outgoing unless I'm comfortable with the people around me. So I think others might misconceive me to be, like, shy, quiet, whatever, but only 
people I'm comfortable with and my friends will know that I am not that at all. I actually think I'm pretty loud and I have a pretty, I've been told that I have a loud personality. Um, so yeah, that's my answer. Okay. What would you do if a million dollars was given to you with no strings attached? How many times have we thought to ourselves, if I had a million dollars, I would do this, this, and this. Okay, well, first of all, I got to be practical, and I'm going to save a good chunk of it for a rainy day. I'm going to put aside some of it, you know, for my parents' retirement, because that's coming up before I know it. And I'm not guaranteed a job as well, right? So I got to save some of that money up. But that's the boring answer. You guys want to know the juicy stuff. What would I actually do with it? Um, I would probably rent a beach house and like my dream vacation is like renting a beach house or renting a cottage or a huge airbnb with like a pool and a mini golf course and a movie theater and everything and i would live there for like a week or a month and it would have to be beside the ocean so then i could go on the beach and i can swim and wade in the water that would be it <laughs> basically living out my um the summer i turned pretty aesthetics okay if the world order was in chaos, what would you do to survive? Well, because I just watched The Last of Us, I'm going to interpret this as, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? And my short answer is that I won't. I'm too dumb. I don't know survivalist skills. I don't know common... I don't have common sense. I genuinely believe I would die first. <laughs> like, if you stick me in the middle of the woods, I don't know how to make a fire. I don't know how to change a tire. I don't know how to hunt. I don't know how to properly eat animal meat if I were to rely on that right like honestly I'm dying first and I'm okay with that I'm okay with that because I'm here for a good time not a long time all right what is the one activity or hobby that you cannot do without um writing for one and and I mean writing in all forms like journaling uh you know just writing books writing poetry um but then also I think exercise like and it doesn't have to be anything super strenuous, but like any form of movement uh, is a huge part of my life. It I always feel so much better after I move my body, you know, after I dance, after I whatever. I feel the most alive when I'm moving my body, even if it's just going outside to take a walk around the neighborhood. Um, I don't know what I would do if I wouldn't be able to to move like that. And yeah, it's something I try not to take for granted, you know, like my health and the fact that I can get around because... I mean, you never know. You could get into a car crash next week and you could lose your legs and you could be paralyzed. So I try not to take advantage of the fact that I can move and I try to do it um, as often as I can. Okay. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? It's not really specifying in terms of like personality or appearance, but I thought about this and my answer has always been the same. And that is I wish I didn't have period cramps every single month. I I hate my ovaries. <laughs> I'm so jealous of the girls who don't get bad cramps, and so I would switch bodies with them in a heartbeat. It really does interfere with my life, um, so that's what I would change about myself. Ooh, this is a good question. What would you want to be written on your tombstone? You know what? I would, at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a sappy quote, Something that will inspire other people to live life to the fullest. But now I'm like, something short and sweet and concise. Maybe like, um, live your life, girl. <laughs> something like that. Or like, life's not that serious. Or I would do like a song lyric or something. Okay, my next question. What song do you listen to when you feel sad? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, any song by uh, Gregory Ivan Iskovov, I think that's how you say his name, like Amsterdam specifically, uh, it always gets me in my feels. Um, Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. All the songs that people make sad edits to on TikTok, those for sure get the waterworks going. Um, okay. What do you think other people love about you? Hmm. What do I think other people love about me? Okay. My answer is reflective of what I love most about me, but I really do hope that other people, when they see me, they admire my passion for life and the fact that I always, like, set my mind to something and I do it. Um, and also just, like, how I live life, my mantras and all that. Like, the fact that I'm like, I want to do this and I do it. Or the fact that I have big hopes and dreams and I, and I I really do think I live life to the fullest so I hope that's what other people admire about me when they see me if you were a teacher what subject would you teach okay this is very on brand for me because I'm going to teachers college in the fall so your girl is actually going to be a teacher uh, but what subject would I teach uh, English 100% that's my major you know for the longest time I actually like my dream job was very specific it was to be a grade 12 English teacher because I love I still remember what I learned when I was in that year, and so I wanted to be the ones to inspire grade 12s before they go off into the world. Um, and also, like, at that age, in grade 12, you're, the, your students are older enough to be influenced you by you, but then also they're old enough that you, they will actually remember you. Whereas if you teach something like kindergarten, they'll probably forget about you within a year. Not me, though. I still remember my kindergarten teacher, and I still love her to death. But anyways, yeah, I would teach English. I've always loved English. It's always been my favorite subject reading, writing, and, and you know what, a lot of people give English a bad rep, because it's like, they think it's just about the language, or like, learning how to write, it's not, it's about humanity, right, the, the themes that you learn from the books you read, they carry on with you, uh, throughout daily life, okay, if your life was a movie, what would be the title, um, I'd like to think that in terms of genre, my life would be a coming of age, contemporary, um, it, it can't be romance because there is no romance right now. My romance life is very, very dry. I not, I'm not talking to any boys. There's no drama. But you know what? I'd like to keep it that way. I think the title of my movie would be um, I'm Just a Girl. <laughs> I'm Just a Girl. Okay. My, the next question is what was the worst outfit you have ever worn? Um, you know what? I've, I've had a lot of phases with outfits or like clothing attire that I look back on now and I'm like, what was I thinking? One of them being when I was in grade seven, I had a huge scarf phase. So I would go to justice and I would get the brightest, pinkest, sparkliest scarves. And they would be like the infinity scarves because this was around 2013, 2014, like the Bethany Moda era. And like everybody had an infinity scarf. And so I loved it and I wore it and it did not match with the rest of my outfit. I would wear like the drabbest clothes ever, like black clothing, very dark colors, but then my scarf would be like bright pink. It just did not match. Um, also, ugh, why, why did I have a lisp for a second? Also throughout high school, I had a huge overalls phase, but you know what? I had a lot of compliments on it. Um, I would wear overalls of every color, like denim, green, corduroy, whatever, and people would come up to me and they would be like, hey, I love your overalls. They look so good on you. And at the time, I loved it. 
um but now looking back on it a lot of the outfits i put together were not cute they were not cute whatsoever okay next question what would you name your baby if it were a girl and what would you name your baby if it was a boy i obviously like all girls like most girls have a list of baby names for a girl it's so so easy skylar 100 percent skylar i love that so much and you can do so much with like nicknames well i guess there's only one nickname which is sky um but i love it so much you guys like if my husband does not like the name skylar for a girl we're gonna have some problems and then for boys these are very um unorthodox names but i love the name weston and Caden, um, Holden, although that gives me Wattpad vibes, I guess they all kind of give me Wattpad vibes, something like that, I, no offense to anyone whose names are these, but, like, you know the names that we just, you cannot be naming your kids these names in 2023, because we have too many people who are named Sarah, who are named Ryan, who are named Abby, who are named, I don't know, Olivia, who, you know the basic white people names, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you cannot be naming your kids those names, we need to end it here, Robert, Bill, John, mm-mm, we can get more creative than that, guys, I will never name my kids those names, again, no offense if those are your names, all right, next question, have you ever been out of the country, I have, but that was a long, long time ago, the last time I left Canada, uh, was a decade ago. I was 10 years old and my family went to Vietnam and Cambodia to visit my dad's side of the family. We were there for about a month and that was it. <laughs> that was the last time I left Canada, the country. I do plan on traveling, um, not in the near future, but sometime in the future, you know, and this isn't a question, but I feel like I might as well go off of it. Um, I'm going to ask myself, what countries do you want to visit? I'm glad you asked. First off, the U.S. I think it's embarrassing that I'm a Canadian and I've never been to the U.S. Because it's so close, I could probably just drive there right now. But yeah, I've never been to the U.S. I, there's some specific states that I want to visit just to say that I've been there. Like, for instance, New York, right? you you got to say you visited New York. Um, just for the vibes, you know, to get a picture in the in the New York City Times Square thingy-mabobber. I also want to go to Los Angeles so that I, I can go to a coffee shop and casually bump into a celebrity. I, I got to visit Hollywood Boulevard. Um, I want to go to Utah to see the mountains. Got to go to California and Florida because I'm interested in what the temperature is like. Got to visit Disneyland. Got to visit Universal Studios. Um, maybe Texas because I want to see if it lives up to the stereotype. <laughs> and then other countries. I want to go to Japan because I have uh international friends there but that uh, also the country or the culture excuse me the culture amuses me a lot um i gotta go to france paris we oui, right to practice my french and also classic classic uh eiffel tower gotta see that i want to go to germany i have a friend there as well and the culture also amuses me i want to go to england because it's england and it's really cool I want to go to um, Holland uh, because visiting the Anne Frank exhibit is one of the top things on my bucket list. So there we go. A lot of countries to visit. That'll keep me busy um, in my retirement days when I travel the world. If I travel the world. When I travel the world because manifestation. Boom. Okay, do you speak any different languages? I speak three total. English, Francais, and Jujiao. Jujiao is a dialect of Chinese. Um, when people think Chinese, they think 
Chinese itself is just a language. That is false. Chinese is an umbrella term to describe... There's a whole... There's like Cantonese, there's Mandarin, but there's also a bunch of different dialects that fall under Chinese. Chuchao was one of them. And whenever I say that, people always ask me, say something in your language. I bet that's what you guys are thinking. So I'll, I'll spare you the time. Um, um, and you guys will never know what that means. Okay, next question. Do you have any siblings? Yes. I have an older brother named Henry. Um, he's like my best friend and he's three years older than me and we do everything together. Do you have any pets? I do. You know what's funny? Um, a year ago, I had zero pets for the longest time. Did not have any pets. And then and around this time last year, I had the sudden urge to get a pet fish. And so we got pet fish. And then after that, I had an urge to get a hamster. And so we got a hamster. Um, I, its name is Hammy, and it's a winter white dwarf. It's very, very tiny. It's like half the size of my palm. That's how tiny it is. And my, my hand in general is small. And then after that, my mom was like, let's get bunnies. <laughs> so I adopted, I rescued two bunnies, and they are half Hollenlop, half, um, oh my gosh, I forget. Oh my gosh, I'm a bad bunny mom. Half Lop and half, uh... Oh my god, I actually forget. Half common? Is that a breed? I don't know. But yeah, I have two bunnies. One name is Scout and the other one is Nala. And they are the cutest bunnies you will ever meet. And also they have such rambunctious personalities. I, I never thought bunnies were like a very funny or fun pet, right? Because usually you think, okay, cats are sassy. And then dogs. Duh, dogs are dogs, right? But bunnies, at least my bunnies, they have wild personalities. They are um they are savages they jump on our couch they chew absolutely everything they my bunny scout she loves to play tag so she'll like nudge me with her nose and she'll get super excited when i chase her around the house it's crazy um and she'll lick me they'll like give me little kisses too and they'll beg you for treats like they have such they're like people i always say they're like little dogs because they act like dogs they're really really fun so yeah in total i have like um eight nine ten eleven like 12 pets because it's like two bunnies one hamster like eight fish i count each individual fish okay but yeah do i have any pets short answer yes <laughs> your favorite tv shows okay at the moment the last of us because duh because pedro pascal duh um my brother and i we actually just finished re-watching every single episode so i've seen all nine episodes twice and if we're talking in general, though, my favorite shows, probably um, The Walking Dead, The Last of Us. Um, I just finished Abbott Elementary. It's not like laugh out loud funny. It's not my favorite, but I can't think of anything. So that's one of the ones that I just finished watching. I love Modern Family. Um, I love Mr. D, which is a Canadian show. A lot of people won't know what that is, but I love it. I love <laughs> all my favorite childhood shows like iCarly, Victorious, Zoe 101, Drake and Josh. I love Hannah Montana. I love The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I just finished rewatching that as well. Um, you can sue me if you want, but I did like The Big Bang Theory. I like Friends. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Okay. Who are some of your favorite YouTubers? You know what? I actually haven't been on YouTube in so long. Um, I, I don't really, like, have a favorite YouTuber anymore because I don't keep up with them. I'm more on, like, TikTok and 
that's it. <laughs> but I guess my favorite right now is Emma Marie. She is a, I guess, beauty guru? I don't know. But I, I love that genre of, like, day in my life vlogs and, like, get ready with me videos and, like, just vlogs in general. I love that. Um, How tall are you? I am, I round up to 5'2", but if I'm going specifics, I'm like 5'1 and 3 quarters. What phone do you have? I have an iPhone 8 Plus. It is massive. Um, what is your favorite color? It changes so much. I go through different phases. It used to be lilac, and then it used to be um, like a sky blue, and then it used to be mint green for the longest time as of right now my favorite color is very specific it's like a lavender gray and that is also the color of my phone case okay what is your favorite movie um i'm gonna say a walk to remember i've seen that maybe 12 times and i ha that movie had a chokehold on me for the longest time what is your favorite book um why did i have kind of an accent when i said that what is your favorite book do, it's, again, it's so hard. It's so, so hard. Um, I'll name off some books that I love. It's hard to pick a favorite, but I love the Selection series. I love the Shatter Me series. Um, I love... I just finished a book called Meredith Alone, which it, it just came out, so not a lot of people know about it, but it's about... It's a very sad story. It's about a woman who has such crippling anxiety that she hasn't left her house in three years, and it made me laugh, cry, and all of the above. Super, super, super good. Okay. Um, 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 I'm trying to find different questions now because I ran out. Okay, I found some more questions. And I'm going to keep this going for as long as I can because this is so fun. All right. If I could do anything today, so like something on my bucket list, what would I do? Um, I would go skiing. I've only been skiing once in my life. And it was, like, on Bunny Hill, so I'm in no shape or form an expert. But I live in Canada, and I got to take advantage of the snow, you know. So I I really wanted to do it this season, but then it was too late because now the snow's gone. So now i got to wait another year, but that's definitely top of my bucket list next winter. Okay. Um, if I could master one highly valued skill in a day, what would I choose? You know what? It would probably be to speak... Um, French fluently like to understand it and to write it and to speak it I minor in it currently but I'll tell you even after like 10 years of studying French if I go to France I'm not understanding a word out of their mouths and I would love to be able to be like actually fluent in another language because um, I speak three total but only English is the one that I'm like actually 100% confident in Okay, next question. If I could hire one, would I rather choose to hire a chef, a personal assistant, or a housekeeper? I feel like a personal assistant is kind of like all of it, but 100% it would be a chef um, because I cannot cook. Well, I mean, I, I can. I can make like some stuff, but I, I hate cooking. It's just so tedious and it's so time consuming. And I, it, I would be so much healthier if I could just have a personal chef who would make all my meals for me and then they could just make it healthy and then I would be I would be so healthy you guys um so it'd be a chef number two would be a masseuse someone to like massage me whenever I want Ugh, that'd be so good okay um would I no I don't like that question um what is my go-to snack potato chips 
I love potato chips and amuza cheese strings. Not like not like the cheese string cheese strings, but like the amuza ones, like the amuza twists. Oh, and then also salami. <laughs> that sounds so weird. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that, but like you know, like salami or like um prosciutto, those like kind of charcuterie board deli meats that are super super salty, but I love it. Um what is one thing I could not live without? My portable heating pad because it helps me when I'm going through tummy issues, aka cramps. What's my best feature? Um, my smile and also my jawline. <laughs> what should I be doing right now? Um, I should be reading because I haven't been reading in a while. I don't mean like reading for school. I mean like leisurely reading. I just checked out a bunch of books from the library and I have not cracked open them as much as I should be. Reading is good for the brain, you guys, but it's so hard to like get yourself into that reading mindset. So I've been kind of a reading slump um, and I would rather just mindlessly scroll on TikTok, which I know isn't good for me, but it's what I do. Are you a morning person or a night person? I am a thousand percent a night person and the fact that it's 1am as I'm recording this speaks volumes to it. I've just accepted the fact that I am not a morning person and I never ever will be. I never will be. You will not catch me waking up willingly at 6am. I just love the nighttime because it's so peaceful, it's so quiet. Um, you know, it feels like the world is asleep and I'm the only one awake. And also, this is just me. Because I've never heard anyone else talk about this. But when it's daytime and it's like sunny outside, I feel pressure to like constantly be outside doing something productive. But when it's nighttime, I can do anything I want. I can scroll on social media for hours upon hours. I can just watch TV all night and I don't feel guilty because it's like, it's nighttime. You know, does that make sense? That's how I feel anyways. Um, when I was a kid, what did I want to be when I grew up? You know, I'm going to be a teacher, and I actually have w always wanted to be a teacher. That was my dream job ever since I was a kid, too. When I was little, I would, like, you know, stereotypical, cliche, whatever, but I would play teacher. I would, like, line up my stuffed animals, and I would pretend to teach them. I would make them little notebooks and everything. I would write on my whiteboard and pretend to be a teacher standing in the front of a classroom. And I'm so, so happy that I'm actually studying to become that. Um, but if it wasn't a teacher, I... Also, I wanted to be a cashier, funny enough, because I like the clicky sounds that the cash register makes. And then for a little bit, I also wanted to be a YouTuber. I thought that was really fun. I've long let go of that, though, because um, to me, like, being a YouTuber, uh, I love making videos and stuff, but I wouldn't want to do that as a career. I don't think it really fulfills me in a way that teaching kids would do. Um, what was the last movie that I watched or the last movie I enjoyed. Uh, the last movie I watched was Plain. It's a new one with Gerard Butler. I watched it with my family. I enjoyed it. Um, I always love, you know, the white hero complex movies where something happens and the white guy has to save the day. Gotta love those. Um, am I more of a coffee person or a tea person? You know, my favorite drink at the mo moment is an iced matcha, which is a tea, but if I had to pick one or the other in general. Um, I cannot live without my iced coffee, specifically Vietnamese iced coffee. So, so good. This one uh, is really specific. Did I go to the prom? 
the prom. I like how they said the prom. I did go to the prom. Uh, I went to prom in high school, grade 12, of course. When I tell you, um, prom was like the main thing getting me going through high school. Like I looked forward to it ever since I was a little kid. And so once I hit freshman year, I was like, I can't wait to, to go to prom. And it was fun. Um, the actual dance itself was kind of lame, not going to lie, but it was just so fun getting to dress up with my friends and take a bunch of pictures together and hang out before we all went out our separate ways. Sad. Do I have any phobias? Yes, I have arachnophobia. Um, I literally cannot be in the same room with a spider. I also low-key have tr uh, trypophobia, which is fear of like holes and circles because it gives me the, the jeevers. I say low-key because, like, I can I can look at it, but I just choose not to. It doesn't, like, disrupt my life or anything, but I just, I hate it. Ugh. And then I also am scared of heights, um, and I'm also scared of ending up alone. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna answer a few more, and then I'm gonna cut it close, but... What's my favorite way to exercise? Dancing. I love dancing. Dancing is when I feel the most alive. I just went to um, a dance, actually. <laughs> that makes it sound so middle school. But it was like a gala, and there was a dance there. And I, I, and I was just like dancing until 1 a.m. in the morning with my friend. Um, you know, like the, the kind of club dancing where you just got to improvise moves. I love that kind of dancing, but I also love learning a routine, learning a choreography and practicing it over and over again, like I'm doing right now for my recital. Um, I, I just love it. I love moving my body. I love learning TikTok dances too. It's just so fun. It's so fun. My second favorite way to exercise would probably be uh, just like going for walks. My main way that I um, keep in shape uh, in my life right now is I just go to my basement, I put in my AirPods, and I walk on the treadmill. I do like fast, brisk walking, and I just I just do it for like 30 minutes to an hour, and it's really fun. I'll, pl I'll like play a podcast for the first 30 minutes, and then if I still feel like going, then I'll find sped up songs that make me feel like a badass, that make me feel super powerful, and I'll just fast walk for it slash slow jog okay my voice is getting tired and strained so this is going to be the last question what is my favorite comfort food um there's so many there's so many i love grilled cheese i love tacos i love pizza um you know what i love my mom's spaghetti my mom's spaghetti is the best spaghetti in the whole wide world and i remember in grade eight we had to write this little excerpt for our english class about our favorite food and we had to like describe it like the taste and stuff it was supposed to help us with our writing abilities i guess but i wrote about my mom's <laughs> spaghetti and the way i described it sounded so unappetizing it makes me laugh out loud today but i was like my mom's slimy spaghetti noodles and the slippery mushrooms mixed with the tangy sauce like it's so funny uh, but yeah i love spaghetti i love everything i love all foods that's a lie i'm actually a pretty picky eater <laughs> but everything i listed i love those okay that is it for today thank you guys so much for listening as always i hope you learned something new about me um and i will see you guys in the next episode thanks for listening have a good night take care of yourself ciao